Welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and we are back. This is the new studio via Zoom view uh, for those of you watching on Instagram, I mean, YouTube. Uh, we had our last podcast here in, li- in, in live in the studio, aka my bedroom in my new apartment, but we are now here virtually with another guest who um, is amazing. He's a, a graphic designer and does amazing things with what he does and inspires me to want to be creative again. And so we'll get to introducing him in just a bit. So yeah, great stuff today. Let's get into it. All right, so today's guest is a freelance graphic designer, a Catholic creative who started the Creation Project, which you can follow them at the dot, uh, the dot creation project. Um, and recently, um, his computer randomly died on him, and it was a tragic moment. So uh, you can also follow him at arc.crtv. My guest today is Ricky Cruz. Welcome, bro. Thanks, man. Glad to be here. Yeah, good to have you. Ooh, look at that. I switched sides. You guys see that? <laughs> On my screen, I switched sides, and I'm not normal. That's not normal. <laughs> so it's just oh, like, dang. But welcome in, bro. Thanks, man. Excited to be here. Great, great. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. So uh, tell us a little bit about that uh, computer mishap. Yeah. Um, so like all designers or just all creatives we have like a bunch of external hard drives right like mm-hmm. ssds or whatever mm-hmm. um and so i have a ton of those for work um i work as a graphic designer for this startup and i was just exporting some stuff out of illustrator and photoshop and i could hear my computer fan just going just like roaring <laughs> like it was so loud and you know i stepped out of the room for a little bit and then as soon as i came back in my computer just shut off completely oh. and i was like oh. are you kidding me because like a lot of these files that i was exporting they were due the day of it was a project that i'd been working on for like oh, two weeks man. No. and i was like crap like this is this is bad <laughs> so yeah. um i turned it on and thankfully thank you adobe for this but um they had recovery files of it so i didn't have oh, yeah praise, so i didn't yeah. have a lot of stuff to redo but um yeah yeah never export more than 10 files from illustrator <laughs> right. so and run photoshop Jeez. at the same time oh man so. yeah my um i have a i think 2016 macbook pro yeah um i got it used and it, it works well uh, i just needed a new i had a prior i had a, like a 2012 um 15 inch macbook pro and it just like it was meeting its end like yeah um and i was doing a lot of video editing and and uh you know i use photoshop a lot too for graphics and stuff and it just was like dying on me randomly at 50 percent battery so i was like okay this has to not happen anymore. <laughs> so yeah. I upgraded it and this even sometimes gets overwhelmed <laughs> with yeah. the things that I have. And um, as you know, they don't always carry them. If you don't get like the 500, and you're, the 256 gigabytes isn't that much for MacBooks. Oh, yeah. No, because yeah, the, downloads, the downloads are already like 200 gigabytes anyways. Right. It's crazy. For like the updates, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. So, um, 
we're going to start with some rapid fire question, Ricky. You ready for this? Uh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. We'll see how you do. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I'm going to just throw random questions at you and we'll see how I see how fast you can answer them. Um, Let me go. Cool. So I can see you too. All right. Ariel or Jasmine? Uh, Jasmine. Uh, places, a uh, place you want to travel the most? Um, the UK. Favorite season? Summer. Um, cake or pie? Cake. Favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip. Um, who has it easier, men or women? Uh, men. <laughs> what is, uh, is there such, um, what does a person need to be happy? Uh, good people around them. Is double dipping ever, uh, at a party ever acceptable? No. Uh, sourdough or wheat? <laughs> uh, sourdough. Um, uh, name one of the seven dwarves. Uh, sleepy. Uh, favorite type of tea? Uh, green tea. Uh, do you respect Kanye West? Yes. Uh, Godfather or Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars or Marvel? Marvel. Uh, yes. That's a hard choice. <laughs> um, how many hours do you need of sleep? Uh, seven. Uh, paper or plastic? Paper. Um, how many kids uh, would you like to have? Five. Are rats cute? No. <laughs> do you believe in love at first sight? Yes. What is the ideal outside temperature? Uh, 80 degrees. Wow, it's hot. I guess your 80 and my 80 is different. 80 here is like you're, you're like with humidity is gross. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Right. You guys don't have much humidity over there in California, do you? No, not really. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> well, it sucks to be in Florida, rather. Giving oh, presents yeah. or getting presents? Giving presents. Um, if you had a child and you would want them to be the most, would you want them to be the most popular person in their high school? Uh, not really. High, pi- make a high pitch sound. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was so low. That was just me thinking. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that right now because my my sister's across the hall and she's in class uh-huh. and I don't want to oh, okay. <laughs> like scream. Fair, 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 but that fair, fair. but that wasn't yeah that wasn't my high pitch sound but that wasn't um, that wasn't can't do that right now but yeah <laughs> ask for permission or uh, beg forgiveness. What was the first one? Ask for permission or beg for forgiveness. Ask for permission. Climb a mountain or jump from a plane. Climb a mountain. What type of milk do you put in your cereal? Uh, whole milk. Regular milk. Uh, regular milk. <laughs> uh, would you eat a day-old taquito from 7-Eleven? No. Do you Instagram your food? Sometimes. What sound does a seal make? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
what sound does it sound like? I don't even I, know. I, 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 don't, I think the typical one is art, art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was about to say, but I was like, I don't know if that's a seal or not. Yeah. It's like an otter. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I don't know animals. Dark or milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. Polka dots or stripes? Stripes. Uh, favorite uh, favorite journal, paper or computer? Paper. Oh, I like that. Um, what's your favorite clothing brand? Oof. Uh, Urban Outfitters. Black beans or refried beans in your burritos? Black beans. Um, who's your favorite Harry, Harry Potter character? Uh, Ron Weasley. Uh, last name. Uh, last name. Last question. How do you feel about cranberries? I feel neutral. <laughs> okay, the real last question. Who inspires you? Who inspires me? Oof. Um, there's a lot of people that inspire me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe oh, your yeah. top three. Top three? Yeah. Oh, dang. I think number one, first and foremost, recently um, has been Mass. Um, mm-hmm. not a particular person, but mm-hmm. obviously as Catholics, it's, it's like our number one form of worship, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and so that's been big for me, um, just being able to go back to mass and seeking yeah. inspiration from that. Um, but more from like a design sense, um, big fan of St. Lennon, Andrew Lennon, oh, um, yeah. really good, uh, graphic designer and illustrator, mm-hmm. um, so and i've been following him for a bit he actually designed one of my tattoos that's a fun fact oh Um, cool yeah um and he i just love how he creates and just how much he loves christ and how he's able Mm -hmm. to convey that in his art i think that's Mm -hmm. really awesome um really inspired by virgil abloh who's the founder Mm. of off-white um oh oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so secular but um i I just think like the ability for him to find something so simple in like a font mm-hmm. and his colorways and all that stuff and making it really cool is mm-hmm. something that I try to emulate. Um, nice. So I really think that he's um, he's up there for inspiration. But there's like oh. hundreds of forms, but I, those are the top three I can think of right now. That's awesome. That's great. Are you... Uh, um I'll ask that question later. So, so give us a little bit of your uh, phase background now that we got you know a little bit of your random questions out of the way. Give us a little bit more of a um, your phase background. You you shared you shared with me before we started recording, but um, wanted to give the uh, listeners the same or more. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Southern California all my life, mm-hmm. um, and I grew up a cradled Catholic. So I went mm-hmm. to Catholic school. Um, from preschool up until high school. Um, nice. and I, and I was just, um, talking about this before we started recording, but I lived in obviously a Filipino household yeah. and, um, Filipinos are traditionally Catholic and, mm-hmm. um, very much Christ was present in my life, but not in a personable way, more of like, Oh, let's pray before meals or let's pray before, mm-hmm. um, we eat, um, go to sleep, 
um, or just go to mass on Sundays. That, that was it. There was no like personal experience that I had with Christ. Um, right. But that all changed my senior year of high school when I went on this retreat. It was called Kairos. I know a lot of people have probably gone on it. Um, awesome. But it was a three-day retreat, and I just went because a ton of my friends were going. Didn't really mm-hmm. expect it. It was like the senior thing. Yeah. Um, and so I went, and I wasn't really expecting anything, but... Um, it was really like my first true encounter with Christ um, mm-hmm. in the Eucharist and just with the people around me and being able mm-hmm. to witness that really changed my perception of my faith and my perception of God. Um, and I met some of my best friends on that retreat who are still my friends now. And that was like almost five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a huge turning point in my faith. Um, and then I went off to college. I went to Arizona State um, for a year and a half and um, that was a big test in faith um, because I was away from home, I was away from friends, and it was a totally different um, landscape. Um, mm. So I really found my faith struggling. I found myself um, really struggling to figure out who I wanted to be, who I, um, what I wanted to do. Um, and I prayed um, to God. I was like, you know, what do you want me to do? Because I, I feel lost here. I, I don't know what. I don't know where to go. Um, And I felt him call me back home to Orange County. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's really when I started pursuing ministry and helping out at my local church, um, at my old high school Mm -hmm. on retreats. Um, And that's really where I grew um, to love graphic design. Um, And it honestly started so simple um, just by making designs on Canva and on over mm-hmm. for my, uh, for the youth group that I helped out at. Um, mm-hmm. and then just grew from there and mm-hmm. my faith grew from there. And, um, I'd like to say like my design goes hand in hand with my faith. Um, yeah. and how my faith basically inspires my design and helps me, mm-hmm. um, just push forward with it. That's awesome. So, yeah. um, when you went back home, did you just go to community college or, um yeah i i went to community college for i think like a a year or six mm-hmm. months just to mm-hmm. like finish some credits and then i transferred to a local university here oh nice cool yeah yeah i, I know some friends who went to uh john paul the great i think university yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and uh they loved it there and it apparently was i didn't know it was so small yeah it's but. a super small school <laughs> Yeah, like I just, I mean, like Ave was a small school. I went to Ave Marine University and it was like total campus was like a thousand students. Um, And so like I thought that was small, but apparently that was smaller. And I almost went there instead because I wanted to, like I said, I shared with you before um, we started recording. I was, my goal was to become like to work graphic design and um, um because I was doing it in middle school and then in high school I was in TV production. So then I was like, Oh, why not marry the two and do animation potentially, you know, work for Pixar. And so that was the original goal before I felt that extreme pull to do youth ministry. And so that's, that's where um, I am. And so when I, when I started uh, looking, uh, when I started to see your stuff, I was like, Oh, this is so cool. Cause I have such a, like um, an eye for like a love for great graphics um, and designers and stuff like that. And so when I started seeing 
your modern like uh, wallpapers and things like that that you're doing. I was like, oh, this is so dope. I love this. It's so simple. So, so unique. Um, and it's clearly like, cause you can tell like there's some, there's some, you know, obviously designers will be inspired by something and then like curated to something that they, you know, faith based. And that's cool. But like from what I saw with your designs, it was like very unique, very like I had not seen it before. I was like, oh, this is great. And that's what I love about when good design is uh, um, intentionally and, and uh, thought out. So I appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So uh, so you started just teaching yourself graphic design uh, just because of Canva. Um, is that how that happened? Or did you end up going to do classes in design? So I, I actually took a graphic design class my freshman year of high school. Oh, okay. And that was like, that was yeah. literally the only time that I ever took like a graphic design or design course. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I learned just through, obviously like with Canva or the over, it's just like plug and play. Like you just plug in um, mm-hmm. your pictures and then you just type in like on their templates or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I really started to like mess around on the app and like start creating my own graphics just based on like the templates or just using what other creators have done on the app as inspiration. Um, But then I figured, you know, like, let's take this a step further and learn Photoshop again. Um, So Mm -hmm. I still remembered like the basic stuff from my class in high school. Um, But I knew that like, obviously, that's not enough to really, like, come out with really cool graphics. Um, So I started teaching myself, um, obviously, like, design theory and um, Mm. just how to work Photoshop. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was, like, the first Adobe app that I ever learned was Photoshop. And then um, (laughs) just recently, like, over the past year, I've been using Illustrator, like, no tomorrow, yeah. Um, and I remember when I first started, I was super scared of Illustrator. Yeah. Um, but then I just watched YouTube videos every yeah. night just to teaching myself about it and nice. um, just kind of trying to find um, kind of like my design style and what mm-hmm. I wanted to do through it. Um, okay. So, yeah, basically everything has so, been self-taught or YouTube. So, yeah. Yeah, so people, for those that don't know what this uh, design theory is, can you explain a little bit what that means? Yeah, so design theory is more so like typography, so Mm -hmm. matching um, and choosing, selecting the right fonts, um, color theory too, so like what colors go together, complementary colors, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also obviously measuring and making sure everything's aligned. and placing things, learning balance, the rule of thirds, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, those are all very important in design and what really makes a design pop out, no matter how simple or how complex it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I thought that was very important to kind of teach myself that. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a lot, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, cause I myself have been trying to delve back into it because um, like you all know, I'm, I plan on getting, I mean, I'm getting married next year and I want to be able to, like on my youth minister salary, I'm not going to be able to really afford like that lifestyle of a family, you know? So like, I know I need to create more opportunities for myself and that might be um, 
getting out there and and uh, getting back into graphic design and, and freelance work. Um, but like having to relearn some of this stuff is crazy because like I said, I started doing graphic design in, in middle school and you know, that's not always like <laughs> the, the like deepest thing. But the one thing I did create, which is I still like, like have like bragging, right. I like, I like to brag about is because uh, like one of the projects we had, Mr. Cruz was, it's funny. Our, our professor, our teacher was Mr. Cruz. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Mr. <laughs> Cruz was like, uh, our, gave us a project that was like, take a, a, a logo from a company and modernize it, like update it, make them a new logo. And so take three and then we had to choose three and, and update them. So I took um, Albertsons, which is like a grocery store. Um, Delta, the airlines, and I forget what the other one was. I think it was like a electronic company that no longer exists. Um, and so I took Deltas and back in the day. It was like a red and blue, um, thing. Mm. And I had updated to like make it more simple, flat and, and, and red. And then fast forward to like a couple months later, like they updated their logo and redesigned. And it was like nearly exactly the same. As the one I created, and I was that's like, "Crazy, whoa, that's that's so good." I just that's felt crazy. it felt so good to to like have created something that you know the company themselves. I mean, I didn't send it in, but like whoever designed it had the same kind of idea that I did. And so, uh, my my professor, like he was like when I came into class, he's like, "Well, he was my teacher, I guess." Whatever the difference was, like Adrian, come here. Like I came in, he's like, "Come here, come here, come here, come here." I was like, "Remember your design?" He like showed me what design. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It's like, this is great. But look at Delta's new website. And he had me like search up Delta's website. And then he showed me. I was like, and That's I thought so at nice. first that he had submitted my yeah. thing. And it was like, no did you? I was like, no, no, no. It's just like they updated. And this is an affirmation to you um, mm. that, you know, you have the mind of it um, to not make such a great difference, but like a small difference. And you know, design, there's so much in- intricacies to it. And so it's really cool to kind of get into it. So if you're not, even if you're not interested, you're not going to do it yourself, learning about design theories and learning why certain things are attractive to you and why certain things aren't is really cool. Yeah. You know, even in advertisement, mm-hmm. it's really crazy. So um, were you, were you always into art then growing up or were you just kind of, I know you, I mean, this this was art a part of your life before you started getting to graphic design Mm -hmm. yeah um my so just a little bit of background my family was very um artistically talented like my extended Mm -hmm. family um a lot of my um relatives who lived in the philippines were mostly musicians or like illustrators Um, and my mom was pretty artistic and so was my dad. Um, but obviously like that's not their profession, but, um, I always saw it as like, oh, it's like, it's just what they do. I never really Mm -hmm. saw like any interest in it. Um, but I think it was like in middle school where I started tracing, um, some, like some anime books that I had, (laughs) you know, like, uh, like Naruto or, um, I remember like um, drawing like Pokemon 
and um it was like super simple because i was just tracing but then it slowly grew yeah. into like okay let me like stop tracing and start drawing like freehand and just like looking mm-hmm. at it um and that was kind of just like my hobby back then and then mm-hmm. obviously like paused that in middle school stopped that in middle school and then didn't really come back into it until now yeah. um but yeah like art really wasn't anything that I was really really interested in mm-hmm. um but I think it just like grew more and more throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting to see. Cause you know, um, I'm friends with some designers and I asked them like, you know, um, some of them were like, were like, like they love to draw before and then like they stopped drawing and now they're all just digital and they don't even draw. Like they don't like go on an iPad and like procreate and, and draw things. They are like strictly graphics, like yeah. logo design now. And I guess sketching is part of that, but you know, it's, it's interesting to see um, how different artists kind of like come to graphic design in different ways. And I think it feels like a saturated field and it probably is, but you know, that's why it's so, I feel like you, do you feel that pressure to be like stand out as a designer? Yeah, I think, I think so. And that's something that like, I've really kind of, been struggling not really struggling with but kind of like Mm -hmm. contemplating about um because you know as as like a catholic creative it's very different than like being a Mm -hmm. regular secular graphic Mm -hmm. designer right um Mm -hmm. i think like the unique thing with being a catholic creative and being part of like a community um Mm -hmm. because there's not a lot of us you know there's not a lot of people um And, you know, like the fact that you and I are both Catholic creatives and we're about like we're able to do this is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And because um, right. I know there are secular artists out there who are not open to discussing like their whole art or like their whole process. Right. Um, right. And so that's really where I've been wrestling of like, you know, it's great that I can collaborate. But at the same time, how can I also protect my work and make my work my own, you know? Yeah. Um, and really what I've been coming to the conclusion about that is that, um, you know, I want my work to inspire other people too. Um, Mm. and I remember like two weeks ago I got tagged on Instagram. I was like, Oh, what's this? And then this guy ended up creating something and he said design inspired by ARC creative. And that was the moment where I was like, wow, like this is really what I want my art to be. You know, I really want it to be a form of inspiration, not a form of like pride for myself. Mm. Um, I want it to be an expression of my faith and an expression of inspiration for other people. Um, mm. And so that's really where I'm like, you know, I, I do want to be different in a way that's going to inspire people to be even more different than I am, mm. you know, like to create even better art than I than I do. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. What a, that's so cool. It's like, um, you know, when when we when we're able to inspire people, I mean, like even for for me as a youth minister, like it like it's not like a pride thing. It's just like an affirmation that we're doing what we're supposed to do, you know, mm-hmm. um, and like with the teens, you know, like when they they say they come back to me and say, like, I, I listened to your advice and um, or what you said in your talk, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, what you said to us in our group meeting, our small group last week, and 
you know, blah, 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 like, and this happened. And so I'm really grateful for it to the advice you gave. And like that, like, is huge, like, for me as like a, as a youth minister to kind of hear, even in, and if you even want to go into the podcast, like the people that uh, respond to our post or like send us DMs, like we love, I love like your podcast and it's really been helpful for me. Um, and I love, you know, like the, the format, how it's not like, you're always trying to teach me, but you're also making me feel like a part of the conversation. Like these, these affirmations that we get, um, you know, is, is huge to show that, oh, we are doing good work for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. The the day, you know, and I feel like as creatives in general, like especially Catholics, Catholic creatives, we are doing it. Um, well, particularly for Catholic creatives, when we are doing our work, there's a man, there's, there's one reason we are doing it. And, um, it's really great to, to see that affirmation that, yeah, God is, God is working through us in some way. And so that's really cool. Hmm. That was actually what I was going to ask you next is like, what is your, your biggest struggle that you've had? And if that's your biggest struggle, then that completely makes sense. But has there been other struggles that you've had in designing and stuff like that in your journey of design? Yeah. Um, Definitely. I, I think um, one of the things that I really struggled with in quarantine was mm-hmm. finding inspiration and oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and really like getting the motivation to create. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I would always tell myself, you know, it's not all about the quantity. It's about the quality mm-hmm. of the work. Um but I really found myself lost and like questioning like, oh, is this really what's for me? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, am I, is what I'm creating really the mission that I'm trying to uphold like in my own art? Mm-hmm. Um, because I found myself like during quarantine creating just to create and just to put something on my feed, you know, mm-hmm. so that people yeah, yeah, yeah. wouldn't think that I just completely bailed. Um, yeah. And that was really the point where I was like, you know, I think that I'm experiencing burnout right now and mm-hmm. really because like my main source of inspiration was like, you know, going to um, mass or going to like worship events, like social yeah. events in my di- diocese, you know, but all that was closed, mm-hmm. you know, like there was no inspiration and I didn't have a lot of motivation, you know, to, to be honest, like to open up the Bible or to like watch a live stream mass just because I felt so trapped. Um uh-huh. And so, um, you know, the, if anything, like that struggle has been a learning point for me, um, mm-hmm. not just like in my own personal creative, um, mm-hmm. mindset, but also when I, when I work to, you know, like taking a break or to take my time creating things. Cause I would yeah. always rush or like only create when <laughs> like I'm on this creative high. Right. Um, yeah. But what I've realized, like, in the struggle is to balance that and to really mm-hmm. listen to myself of, like, okay, you know, there's a reason why you're not feeling motivated, why you're not feeling inspired, and that's because, like, you're forcing yourself to be. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what I've told, you know, people who have asked me, what's your biggest piece of advice? And I always say, you know, take some time to rest um, and be gentle yourself to yourself as a creative Um you know, it's okay to take a few, like a few hours or a day to just like shut off and just do whatever you want, you know, to find that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just to rest instead of just like thinking about the next design or the next podcast, the next video or photo that you're going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think like through that struggle, that's what I've learned 100%. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I mean, for me, like even the burnout is, is real, like for podcasting, trying to create weekly podcasts, not trying to, but like, you know, trying to schedule it, making sure it works outside of my full time job that I have to work. It can get draining in like personal life, obviously. So like I've been pretty vocal recently the past few like months that, you know, I've been creating um, so much time. I'm not I mean, I've been trying to create podcasts, but at the same time I have work and the same time I'm like trying to prep plan a wedding. I'm trying to like move into this apartment and it's just been so much that I had to stop making like like um making the podcast for like a week and then like I was inconsistent with getting it up on the regular schedule day. So like there's a lot more pressure I'm I was putting on myself to like create when or to just you know make it happen. But I just knew that I needed to take that week off to like reset to kind of just let myself be tired, you know, like catch up and 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 have myself some grace because I know um, I know people people will still listen to it. You know, it's not like they're going to stop just because I stop, you know, um, and and um, yeah, it's just it's so true for any 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 person out there that that in, in any creative in any way, if you're making YouTube videos or designing or. You know what have you um have resting is so important and giving yourself grace you know because that pressure you put is real yeah and so with your design then you know you said that it's always been rooted in your relationship with christ and stuff so um how has your relationship in christ improved like how has it oh how's how has your design then um affected your um overall relationship in your faith like with the lord Mm -hmm. um like throughout the years yeah um i guess i guess i could start with currently what's going on in like my Mm -hmm. own faith life and how that's translated into my art um Mm -hmm. so i've been doing the saint my saint prayer card series for the past few weeks um and then i made a few posters before that um, so the whole story behind that is, um, you know, I, I was really struggling with feeling close with God. I mm-hmm. felt very, very far from Christ. Um, and there was a point where it's like, you know, I'm really not worthy. I'm not really, you know, into my faith, um, as much as I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I was praying at mass one time and, um, God just really put it on my heart to focus on the saints. Um, for some reason, I never really had prior to that. I really didn't have any connection or like not supreme knowledge about any saints. Um, you know, I only knew like my confirmation saint and then, and then like a few other saints, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't really know like their story or what they were devoted to. Um, and I, it kind of reminded me of this instance at, um, a camp that I went to last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a life team camp here in uh, California. Yeah. And, um, 
I remember I was praying in the middle of adoration and obviously, you know, it's teen, teen, all these teens around us, like hundreds of teens. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just praying in adoration. And I remember really just having this thought coming to my mind, like, you know, this room is full of saints. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, like each and every single person here, each teen, each young adult, each core team member has the potential to be a saint or is not a saint already, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and reverting back to now and just praying on that thought and praying what God put on my heart, I was really like, you know, how how can I get back in my faith? How can I really get closer with God? And that was through learning about the saints. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a strong connection to JP2, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, an awesome saint the man yeah like he's he's great and just like how he led as the pope Mm. and how he loved the youth and Mm. you know how he how he just loved connecting the faith back um and giving it back to the the youth of the church i thought was so important um and then saint maximilian colby and saint therese and mother Teresa and all these saints um and i really just saw you know, God talking to me through like me researching, researching about these saints and saying like, you know, holiness isn't far away. You know, the yeah. only thing holding you back is yourself. And, and I remember like a few, a few days ago, um, learning about, uh, Carlos, um, I forgot his, uh, his, his yeah, yeah. He's canonized um, tomorrow. Yeah, he gets canonized tomorrow. And I was like, crazy. And he was only 15. And, you know, he he loved the internet. He, you know, he was just a normal guy. And and that's really where I realized God was really calling me to more and calling me deeper into holiness. Um, And basically saying, like, there's no blueprint to the path of holiness. The only Mm -hmm. thing that you need to follow is me. Mm -hmm. And that's really where you know, I realized, all right, God, you know, like there's a reason why you wanted me to look into the saints, especially the modern saints. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I really felt like that's what he was calling me, like telling me that, you know, holiness isn't far away. Um, mm. You just got to keep striving. You just got to keep following. Yeah. I just put like, especially Carlos and a few others after I looked him up, I mean, I, I, I found, I found out about him like a year ago when they announced that he was going to be canonized potentially. Um, and I was just like so inspired by him by the fact that he was only like four years older than me. I was like, "What? That's crazy!" Yeah. Um, and and the fact that you know he he was able to live such a holy life and recognized by um, now to be recognized the church as a a canonized saint. You know, like it's really put it in perspective that it can happen to any of us, right? And if only, but only if we live a life that is truly centered for Christ, you know? And after searching him up, there was a few more other like uh, servants of God's who are like before they like they're up for kind of like they're up for vener- venerization uh, to become a venerable. Um, and then there's a couple who are uh, venerable and one that's uh, about to be a saint as well. Um, and they're just so cool. And they're like uh, all within the born within the 80s and the 90s. And just like, mm-hmm. yo, there's so, there's like a good amount of them that are not that far from us. And um, 
it just it just blows my mind and so it's such a, a beautiful thing to kind of like hear that um it, it's inspiring all a lot of us i think young people to to really li- change our lifestyles or maybe like you know at least become more aware of what we're yeah. doing so yeah that's awesome um we're gonna take a break right here and come back with more with ricky uh so yeah we'll be right back Really quick, Adrian here. Just wanted to make sure that I clarified something. During the time of the recording, I was mistaken about Carlo Acutis. He's not a canonized saint yet. He was not being canonized. He was beatified, aka meaning he was becoming a blessed, becoming from a venerable to a blessed, not a saint just yet. Just yet. Just one more miracle, confirmed miracle, and it will be. He will be a saint. Not yet. So just wanted to clarify so I don't confuse people. All right. Back to the show. If you ever wanted to start a podcast, today is the day. Go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a, They have a free app on the App Store and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use a microphone on your phone, record a voice memo, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, you can make money on for your podcast with no minimum listenership. And like I said, everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the Anchor app. So go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your app store. Again, anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your store. And we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. All right, we're back with Ricky Cruz. If uh, you don't follow him already, make sure you follow him at arc.crtv on Instagram. Um, and you can also follow the the, the creation project at, at uh, the.creationproject on Instagram as well. And uh, those are things that he's been doing. And uh, oh, yeah, well, we should talk about that as well. Um, but we'll pick up from where we were just left off. We talked about modern day saints and the things that you were doing that is gained a lot of attention from i feel like a lot of people is your modern day you kind of talked about it and that's kind of where we started left off on is those modern day saint cards like reimagined so um i know you said that that's where it kind of came from prayer and like the thought of it but like what made you start with like was it padre pio you started with yeah i started with padre pio um but before that i was doing like posters and the first one that i did was uh, St. Maximilian Colby for his feast day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, Padre Pio was the first one for the prayer cards. So do you mind if I, like, uh, post some of those on, like, when I put it on YouTube, like, kind of, like, pictures of the things that we're referring to? Yeah, totally. So, so you started with that, and then you did JB2, right? Mother Teresa. Yeah. Um, so it was just just this feast days and things like that, or what? Um, just people you loved, and then continued from there. Yeah. So like the the posters was mostly um, feast the feast day for Saint Maximilian Colby, and then yeah. obviously uh, Saint JP two and Mother Teresa were both um, just two saints that I loved. 
Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, let, let's just create a poster for them. You know, yeah. just very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess like delving into the the saint prayer cards, um, yeah. obviously I kind of explained like the one of the inspirations behind it. Yeah. Um, but one of the reasons why I called it like a prayer card was because I really wanted to reimagine the prayer card. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you go to church or, you know, you have people hand these saint prayer cards to you and, yeah. you know, they're, they're like made of cheap material or like they're right. falling apart. Um, it's hard to read. The, the words are everywhere, you know, and yeah. it's just like it doesn't look. I'm, a lot of them don't look like visually appealing, you know. Right. And right. <clears throat> what I really wanted to do with these prayer cards was not only make them visually appealing, but also allow people to engage in the prayer more. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Like really, like one of my biggest um, design features that I that I like to do is like settle. Um, I guess you could say like Easter eggs, right? Where it's kind of yeah. like hints towards something. Yeah, and I yeah. really wanted these prayer cards to be almost like a journey of kind of seeing like, okay, what does this mean in the prayer card in terms of like oh, the, yeah. you know, the saint, right? Um, yeah. I'm looking at them over here on the side as you talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I want it like, because for me, prayer was always like when growing when i was growing up prayer was like memorized right it was never right right never really meant anything and so i wanted the prayer cards to be engaging i wanted the prayer cards to be reimagined and look better right because i wanted Mm -hmm. people to kind of had that same experience that i had with the saints of like realizing holiness isn't as far as it seems um and and these are people that you could look up to and pray to um yeah yeah. So you can make one for St. Carlo Acutis? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I, they they're all so like like they're just so well like created and so intricate and I love it. It's just uh so beautiful. So are you planning on releasing these like for sale eventually then? Yeah, so I've had so many people ask about this if I'm gonna print yeah. these. Um and my response is, yes, I do want to print it. Um, mm-hmm. But my number one thing is finding a quality printer mm-hmm. um, because I just don't want to print them just to print them. Yeah. Um, and like the whole thing of like reimagine just doesn't mean right. the design. It also means the quality yeah. of the thing. You know, I just don't Love want that. it to be a laminated piece of paper. Um, right. So like I'm, I'm working on finding a printer. I'm talking with uh, a few printers to try to see, you know, like how can we make this different? um Mm -hmm. and like worthwhile you know um yeah that's awesome and i love that because you know what has been it seems the 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 trend with a lot of catholic companies is just ethically sourced stuff or just in general like Mm -hmm. things that are well intentioned and made and you you recently had um haida from reliquary supply at the creation project and i love her she's amazing she was on her podcast with jarell um of a month ago or so and we just talked about starting your brand and it was just like such an amazing like two hour episode that we yeah. had um and it was she just 
emanates like amazing vibes and in general but yeah. her the creativeness between her and her husband is just like insane it's and it's so great and their mm-hmm. advent prayer cards that are like thick like four by six cards that yeah. are coming out and they're so cool so i'm excited awesome. about that yeah so um yeah, I just really, I just can't wait to see um, your stuff come out. Um, I am ordering, <laughs> I'm ordering those prayer cards. Like I already ordered those prayer cards from the Advent prayer cards list from Reliquary Supply. And um, if you guys have not, if you guys know of any other cool things like this, please, please feel free to share it, and we'll like promote it on our account and stuff like that. Because this is this is the kind of things that. Um, like will help us bring back to church like you know when things are well intentioned and and beautifully made just like a cathedral you know like Mm -hmm. like it's uh it's something that you go in and you're like wow versus like uh like a a church that is like you know not as kind of like plain and simple and like yeah there's some beauty in that but it's not gonna make you go wow like this is amazing yeah. And so like your prayer cards, though they may seem simple, they're so intricately and beautifully made. And, and that's yeah. something that, you know, as, as young people, we need, you know, mm-hmm. we need yeah. to be we need to see that we belong and not just yeah. be straight out, straight out of an auto magazine. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I want to I, I want to talk about that one point, though. Yeah, um, go for it. And and just a quick shout out to Jarrell and Haida, like those yeah. two. Um, and also Ben, um, Haida's husband, um, all -hmm. three of them have been such a big, um, point of inspiration, not just creatively, but also, uh, faith wise and being a Catholic creative. Um, Mm -hmm. we had Haida and Ben come on the creation project, um, I think two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, like she was just explaining about like the intricacy of each and every single product that they've made over at Reliquary Mm -hmm. Supply. And, Mm -hmm. And like what she was saying really inspired me. And um, I guess this is kind of a segue into like the creation project and yeah. all of that stuff. But, um, you know, one of the reasons why I became a creative was to really like help out the church. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the Catholic church used to be at the forefront of art, right? Like right. a lot of the world's most famous pieces of art were created by Catholic creatives or Catholic artists. Right. Right. Um, And then now we're like way behind on every (laughs) single thing, you know? And what makes me sad is that, you know, it's not, it's, it's not so much like the overall Catholic church, right? It's like, it all starts at your local parish or your local diocese. And a lot of the parishes you go and um, you kind of see, like the bulletins or the prayer cards or the the um the song books or yeah. just the overall environment of the church is yeah. so bland and so lifeless sometimes and you go into the church and it's like the same thing too you know and i was like man like what happened to the days when catholics created these grand cathedrals painted these crazy murals and I'm not saying like those things are outdated. They're not outdated at all. You know, like we know mm. so many people and painters and illustrators who can make that stuff. But yeah. now it's like the 21st century. We have access to the internet. We have access to like all these electronics, all these applications yeah. that make beautiful things, right? 
And I'm like, why isn't the church focusing on feeding into this, right? Like feeding into videographers, photographers, and graphic designers, podcasters, because this is like the next wave of artistic expression, right? And, you know, our, our faith is honestly so beautiful you know Mm -hmm. like there's so much symbolism there's so much um like meaning behind it right it's not just a wafer right like it's it's the eucharist and like if we can capture that by our art right Mm -hmm. like how powerful is that how powerful of a tool is that for evangelization and bringing back people into the church um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's like a small tangent but i love that though no it's so true (laughs) It's so true, and I, 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 I'm never, I'm never bold enough to say it, but yeah, it's, it's, well, I yeah, am. There's days where I am, but like, <laughs> you know, I'm always a little timid at times, just to say that, yeah, we are bland, yo. Like, yeah. we had, we used to have such great things, and, and the fact that that's why it, 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 it encourages me to want to be more creative when I see creatives like you and like Ben, like and and, and Haida to kind of want to like oh yeah this is amazing and not to compete but to add because like there was no competition in the art you know like it was just like let's see what what greatness we can create for the lord and yeah and that's yeah. what it's about and so if you're a creative keep creating <laughs> like however you create like it's it's amazing and it's doing works around there and so I guess, like you said, is a good segue into the the creation project. Um, when did you just start this during like the summer? Yeah, we started beginning of quarantine, like in April. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, is a team of you guys? Yeah, there's four of us right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's we're just like a group of young adult, young Catholic creatives. Um, you your friends like locally or? Yeah, two of them are local. One of them is across the country. Um, sorry, a team of five. Two of them are across the country. Two of them are here. Um, and then I'm here too. Shout those so, out. Shout them out. Who are they? Yeah, so we have Jazz and Jen here in California. Mm-hmm. And we have right. Brian and Brooke um, in Philly and in Connecticut. Um, oh, that's right. And they're four of the, some of the most talented people that I know. And it's not, they're not just like, graphic designers you know they're they have different artistic mediums too you know and i learn a lot from them and um and it's great because um like we we knew of each other but i think just by being a leadership team and you know getting to know each other we've really become friends which is has been such a blessing so that's awesome so did you guys just like the, the who DM'd who did what? My phone padding just fell. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, honestly, like I, I DM'd um, Jazz and um, I also DM'd my friend Bradley Santos, mm-hmm. um, who's another Catholic creative. He's up in Seattle and he's mm-hmm. been like a big mentor for me. And so like I yeah. pitched the idea to him and I'm like, hey, can you guide me through this? Like, um, it's like, is this like a good message? Um, and like, he really coached me through that. And then I DM jazz and I was like, Hey, I have this idea. Do you want to be a part of the leadership team? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, Hey, can you reach out to some more people? So she reached out to all these other people and I reached out to some people and then we just ended up with this awesome and talented team, um, nice. who are so great. And, um, honestly, like super thankful 
um, because yeah. like they're my friends too. Um, yeah. And it's been such a blessing to be able to just go through this journey with them. That's so awesome, man. That's so cool. I was wondering when I saw the team, you guys released like who was part of it. I was like, how do they all know each other? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fun, fun fact: like I've never met um, Brooke in person, okay. um, and I met Brian like a year ago when we went um, to Seek, which is like a focus conference. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we like we we all just clicked and we've all just met virtually um that's awesome so it's been awesome that like we we've been able to get along so for those who don't know what the creation project's mission is why don't you give it a little bit about that yeah um so like like what i was saying a while ago and talking about how like catholic like catholic artists used to be at the mm -hmm. forefront of like art innovation mm -hmm. and all that stuff yeah. um and now like we're kind of lagging and mm -hmm. um and I, and I have like a deep passion for young adult ministry or like youth ministry. Mm -hmm. um, and I've met so many talented people my age and younger who are artists and who are creative and who are insanely talented yeah. um, and who love their faith, but don't necessarily yeah. have like the platform or the opportunity to share it. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I was like, you know, I want to create a community of people who who just want to share their art and who want to learn from other people who want to meet other people um yeah and and obviously like we have the whole catholic creatives community like the actual catholic creatives um yeah but um you know so like honestly like top grade people over there like really yeah. awesome people over there uh, but you know some people may feel a little bit uncomfortable or intimidated by that um yeah and I really wanted to be like, hey, like this is for young adults. This is for the youth. And yeah. I want to be like, I want to walk with you through your journey of yeah. being a creative um, in the church. So um, basically what the Creation Project is, is the next generation of Catholic artists. Um, mm -hmm. So like young adults and youth. And mm -hmm. um, we have people come in um, like professional creatives come in we've had Haida and ben come in um we've had edmund mitchell come in mm -hmm. um david calavita from life teen come in and a few other people mm -hmm. too um and they're able to share their faith and able to share their advice and our mission is to really inspire um collaboration inspire um like artistic ability in people um yeah and just really hone in on the fact like not only are you creative um, and not only are, you know, are you talented, but like the church wants you and like you're needed. Mm -hmm. And, um, not only that too, like we've met so many people who have just joined because they're interested in becoming like a creative yeah. or like an artist. And, and we've had some tell us like, Hey, I want to get into graphic design after your session or after like they saw something yeah and we're like yes like this is what we want to do like not only do we want to teach the current artists in the church yeah. but we also want to harvest like new artists to come in like we just want to keep going you know um yeah. because there's no such thing as like too many artists you know like i think mm -hmm. the church if anything needs more artists right yeah. um and so like that's our whole mission you know to to teach to mentor to be there create community um and collaborate yeah. 
um and honestly just to like love one another and um just walk with each other in this like faith and artistic journey so it's been a blessing through that that's so cool i love that um i know i i I kind of started following at the beginning i i forget i think i was already following you and then you had promoted i was like oh cool what is this and uh just kind of seeing it blossom into what it is and um you know immediately i'm like i had edmund on my uh, edmund on our show earlier this year during our covid collab where i like had him come in and and um and i saw that he was like what is this who's in charge of this i want to be part of it and i was like that's yeah. so cool <laughs> like just seeing that like trickle down um into something that's so great and i think it's so i, I mean I, the the few sessions i've been able to be part of because you know scheduling and stuff um have been amazing um and so i love the things that you guys are doing and the way you guys are going about it and i think it's gonna continue to inspire and i hope that it continues to grow um into um hopefully something you guys will have to expand your team on because it's just too much you know like yeah um and that'll be a beautiful blessing to have um like a yeah beautiful blessing to have even though it's a beautiful challenge rather uh to to come across and um yeah, we need that. And, and, and the thing with the t- with with what you said about, you know, the church needs more. And it always feels like because I think Haida had mentioned that in our podcast, like before, like the doubts that happens, like, oh, but people already are creating these things. I don't need to do it, too. It's like, no, we need you. Like Haida's like, no, we need your insight. We yeah. need to know what you're feeling, or how, what you're doing, because um what you bring to the table is going to be a lot different than what I bring or what Adrian brings or what, you know, Jarrell brings to the table. Um, and, and what you need is need, what you have to offer is needed. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for, for starting that and having, you know, praise God that it, it it's, it's gone the way it has gone, you know? So yeah. thanks man. Appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Um, last thing I want to ask you, couple things actually um what is your favorite project that you've ever done what's my favorite project ever worked on rather it could be current honestly i have to say the the saint prayer cards is my favorite yeah Yeah. um just because it's like something new um and yeah it's it's like really challenged me creatively Mm -hmm. um so it's been great to kind of like work through that so yeah it's been a, it's probably one of my favorite projects to date that's awesome i have to yeah. say that um i don't know i forgot i think i forgot to mention earlier that for like six months um i had uh, your divine mercy um wallpaper that you made mm. as my wallpaper and it was oh, just damn. really great so really cool that like i just realized like oh yeah that's who he was the one who created that right <laughs> and so um yeah it's just like the things that you're creating is awesome and i'm glad that you're sharing your gifts man so thank you for doing that um another uh the last thing i wanted to ask you is for those who are um young designers and the the people that you know who could fit under the this the realm of you know the people you're trying to reach out to the creation project through the creation project um what is your your message out to those young catholics i know you mentioned earlier like resting and stuff but what else Mm -hmm. do you have on to add on to that yeah um i have a i have a few um but um you know i i think the number one thing is that um your talents are needed 
-hmm. your gifts are needed in the church. Um, You know, it it honestly, like, really, uh, for me personally, like, it sucks to hear somebody who's, like, really talented say, like, oh, like, the church doesn't need that, or the church doesn't want me, or, like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm not creative. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've always stood by the fact that each and every single person is creative. Mm -hmm. Like, each and every single person is creative. Um, And because, like, a lot of times we tend to associate creativity with something that's tangible right like oh a photographer a videographer a graphic designer they're talented mm. but why can't like a writer or or like a speaker be equally as talented too mm. you know or somebody who has like these creative thoughts but doesn't necessarily know how to put it on paper mm-hmm. um and like that's honestly the number one piece of advice is that your gifts and talents are needed and mm-hmm. you being a young person in the church shouldn't be a reason why you shouldn't be able to be a help in the church yeah you know or be an artistic voice in the church i know that Mm -hmm. it's it's hard not not every single person has the opportunity to you know help at their youth ministry and like graphics or help at their church and um do photography you know um obviously like they're you know god bless those churches who are giving young people that opportunity right um but you know i encourage people to or young creatives to find a community who really harvest your gifts um Mm -hmm. you know whether it be the creation project or some other community out there right um Mm -hmm. like find people who inspire you and who build you up not Mm -hmm. only in creativity but also in faith um Mm -hmm. um, so that's number one Mm -hmm. um number two pray for our church leaders um, mm-hmm. and pray for your local parish. Um, mm-hmm. I think as artists, like we have these gifts and abilities for a reason, right? And that's to evangelize. That's to um, really allow our faith to be expressed in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. And like what I was saying in the past, um, in the past advice, how, you know, not everybody has that opportunity. And that's where like we need to pray. Um, Mm -hmm. and like pray that our church leaders become open, um, to seeing the talents and gifts that young people have in the church or like the leadership in churches. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, because like our churches are hurting, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no doubt about that. Um, young people are leaving, um, young families are no longer there. You know, it's, it's honestly like the pews are empty now. Um, and like, they need us, they need the young church, they need the young artists, um, so continually pray for our church leaders um, mm-hmm. and administrators um, to open up their hearts and open up their minds to um, really what the church needs. Um, mm-hmm. And number three, um, also, um, is to rest, right? Like what I was talking about a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so important. You know, um, creativity shouldn't come from a place of dryness. Um, creativity should come from an overflow. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, that that's the same thing for faith, right? Like your faith shouldn't mm-hmm. be coming from a place of dryness. It's supposed to be coming from a place of overflow. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like if you're creating from a place of emptiness, people will call you out on it. Yeah. Um, you know, like people have called me out like, dude, like this isn't like, this isn't really what we expect of you. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, at the moment, I'll be like, what the heck? <laughs> like, why are you telling that to me? <laughs> but then, you know, like after reflecting on it, I'll be like, you know, that's true. You know, I'm, I'm, that wasn't my best. And, you know, I, I 
just was operating from a place of emptiness or a place of unmotivation. Um, and the number one way to get rid of that is to rest. And what I mean by resting, it doesn't necessarily mean by like dropping everything and like right, right. forgetting about everything. You know, what I mean by resting is to be like active in finding inspiration um, mm. and being active in being open to what God wants to speak in your art through you. Mm. Um, whether that be, I mean, church is open now, you know, in some places, right? Like, go to go to your local parish and pray in front of the Eucharist or go to mass, watch mass, wherever you're at, um, mm-hmm. open up the Bible, you know, do whatever it means to like rest in, yeah. in Christ. Right. Um, in a yeah. spiritual sense, in an artistic sense, you know, if you're, um, if you're like overwhelmed by all these projects that you have, like if you're, for example, um, I'm a photographer too. So, mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, if I'm not doing a project and I want to practice or like I want to find inspiration, I'll just take my camera and like text my friends and say, hey, do you just want to get some random photos? And like, let's just have some fun. Let's go somewhere and let's just take awesome photos. And just through that, like I'm so reinvigorated because there's no pressure of like a deadline or like quality or something like that. Right. It's more so like, oh, I I, I want to remind myself that I enjoy this or, you know, the prayer cards came from that from Mm -hmm. an inspiration of just like me being oh like how do i create something like this and then the prayer cards came out of that rest um Mm. you know so rest is so important but be active in your rest don't be don't drop everything um (laughs) continue like continually find inspiration so um i'd say being a catholic creative those are like the top three um pieces of advice so recap Recap, one is... Yeah, one, you are needed. Um, two, pray for our church leaders. And three, remember to rest. Yeah, all great advice. It's something that I, I mean, I even tell my teens in just practical sense of like prayer, like, you know, um, you know you're needed, you're worthy, right? Two, like just in general. Um, three, like pray for pray for the church, pray for your pastor, pray for, you know, get involved in your parish. And then, you know, three, like rest, like you're overwhelmed from schoolwork to just rest, <laughs> like do something that's going to bring you life, you know, and that's, you know, it's practical, it's practical in your, in your daily life, but it's also practical as a creative um, and, and it's amazing. And so great advice. Hope you guys um, get, um, helps you in some way, shape or form. And, and last thing here is I, I like to ask, you know, our guests to shout out a few accounts that, you know, you want our listeners to follow, um, uh, that you feel like they would get something out of. So what are some of these people that you want to shout out? Yeah. Um, obviously you've shouted out my Instagram and the creation project Instagram. Um, so follow those if you haven't yet. Um, but I want to give a special shout out to, um, my leadership team, um, at the creation project. Um, some of the most talented, talented, um, and faithful people that I know, um, mm-hmm. so there's Jazz. You can follow her at Made for Greater, which is a company that she owns. Super awesome company. Um, Jen, she um, runs the Sun and Stars. Um, another very talented illustrator. Um, check her out. Um, Brooke, she runs Mod Threads, um, and she's been such a really awesome person to see grow uh, graphically. Um, she's really. Um, She's really gotten into graphic design lately, and I know she's reached out to me a few times to help her out with some stuff. Um, and it's been really awesome just to see her journey and um, 
she she's she's great um yeah so check her out um and then also brian um such a good photographer awesome mm -hmm. guy um so go follow him too um and then just a few other people who i've mentioned um in this podcast um that i encourage everybody to follow um is reliquary supply um Haida and ben are the two people who run that um they're reimagined catholic um how would you how would you say it? like catholic uh, um uh, objects like, yeah like objects something they like that. say something there's a particular word i can't think of yeah <laughs> yeah same i'm trying to think about it but um yeah they're honestly doing such great things for the church um Jarrell at the living person um follow him the living person um honestly a really inspirational account um out there and also edmund um edmund mitchell um one of the funniest guys that i know and also one of the most creative and hardworking um people as well um so follow all of them um for inspiration um and yeah that's awesome yeah it's called i think it says on their account reimagine catholic classics classics yeah yeah, yeah that's, there's what that's what yeah awesome those are all great um you all have if you haven't if you haven't heard the episode with um Haida that we had um with Jarrell our co-host go ahead and listen to that I'll link that all I'll link all the things he just shouted out in the description below and um a couple of the, the episodes that you know um that um Haida was in and you know some of the Q and A's that Jarrell and I have done and then the episode with Edmund I'll link all of those in the, in the description below and uh yeah, follow them on their Instagram accounts because they're amazing. Make sure you also follow Ricky at his. Um, again, it's at arc.crtv. And then uh, the Creation Project, which is at the.creationproject. Um, again, everything's in the description. I just hit my table. Um, <laughs> follow in, follow Living Ardently at uh, Living Ardently. Uh, follow me at It's Only Adrian. Personally, my personal account. Uh, see my uh, the, the goofy things that I like to post and basketball stuff that I like to talk about um, and uh, make sure if you're listening on Apple Podcasts leave a, a rating and a review it really helps us get the podcast out to more people and um, if you're watching on YouTube like and subscribe um, you get the notification bell whatever you, whatever they tell you to do do that thing that, but for our account <laughs> um, and yeah if you're if you're not listening on any of those uh just make sure you're following so you know when we're uploading our new episodes and I'm, i think i'm going to be getting back into a regular like um monday um because i'm kind of settled into the new apartment and everything like that so thanks for bearing with me in, in the time that i was trying to take for rest while still creating content for you all um but yeah thanks all for listening um make sure you um send uh um ricky a thank you for all the great things he's uh, done um, and created for for all of us um, and, to, and shared with us. So, and uh, make sure you see his new um, potential and his uh, prayer cards when they come out. So go follow him there. Um, I think that's all I got. Do you have anything, last things you want to say? Nope. Thanks for having me. This is really awesome. So, hey man, of yeah, course. Thanks yeah. again for saying yes. And this is like literally 24 hour, less than 24 hour like turnaround. So, super great. Thanks for being willing course and yeah i think that's all we got then so god bless you all thanks for listening and until next time keep living ardently peace, peace.